You are listening to Haunted Meat, the health, fitness, wellness podcast for strange and unusual people. I am your host, Melanie Black. Today, I will be speaking with Coach Ash about how to recover from injuries and how to train during, with, or around injuries. Stay tuned. All right, so I got this body and this fitness routine, but then sometimes things happen to the body. Sometimes like I get sick or I bump my knee or like today I woke up with this stiff neck and now I can't turn my neck all the way to the side. Uh, what What do you do for folks who are in that kind of a situation, Ash? What do you tell them? I tell them that it's okay to skip their workouts until they are feeling better and that they should Definitely eat extra spaghetti so that they feel good about the whole thing. <laughs> That's definitely what I tell people. Uh, is it really, though? It's the opposite of that. Okay. It's <laughs> kind of what I tell people. So, yeah, and, and, you know, same. I tell people, read your horoscope. Um, think about how your feelings are on that day. Um, planetary alignments can have an impact on whether or not you should work out through an injury. But no. No, we're joking, guys. We're, we really this don't. This is us joking. We the, have a great we, sense of humor. <laughs> That's trainer humor. Yes. <laughs> Coach humor. We need a laugh track in the background just to let people know when we're being snarky. Right. I know. Yeah. I, and, you know, here's the thing. I was just talking to my team the other day about this. I, and, and, here, and here I am violating the rule that I just talked to them about. I said, you know, when you're speaking to people, they're coming to you for help. Don't, uh, you know, don't make fun of or belittle, like, false concepts that they may have in their brain. You don't know until you know. Are you calling me out now? I am calling you out now. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, for example, there was a while back where I was doing a a nutrition consultation with a group, and I was telling folks, uh, you know, a a story, and I was was saying it in kind of a, a joking way. I don't know that I was being... Maybe I was being kind of mean, but I was telling them about this girl that I used to train back in the day at LA Fitness who believed that um, she could drink as much Coke Zero and vodka as she likes because it had no calories. She believed that any clear alcohol had zero calories. And I thought that was pretty funny. And I shared that with the group. And there was two people in that group who were like, but it doesn't though, does it? Does it? And they didn't know. And then I felt really bad because I was essentially making fun of them to their face because of a lack of knowledge, which is not cool. Right. Yeah. 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 So we just we just blew it is what I'm saying. Damn it. <laughs> so, yeah, it might be it, it, because when you're feeling bad, when you when you do have an injury like that, you do your first inclination is to skip the workout. That's true. Your first inclination is to eat more or maybe even to read your horoscope. To see what's going on in the universe that that done effed up your neck. <laughs> so let's talk about what should be done. Then. Okay. Because there, within that little snarky bit of, of joking around, there is actually a little element of truth. Like you should eat more sometimes. You maybe should stop doing certain things. Uh, you maybe should seek guidance from someone who has experience, maybe not your star chart, but you know, somebody who, who knows what they're doing. 
Yeah, right. I don't know. Astrology is pretty cool. <laughs> I, I have, this is a topic for another time, but I have literally tried to see if there are ways in which we can sync up our workouts with different cycles of woo. Oh, hell yeah. Like, have you heard about the werewolf diet? Uh, no. <laughs> Basically, you carb cycle during the full moon. Yeah. Werewolf diet. That's a thing. No, I'll have to look at <laughs> Generally, there isn't much to be found in those right, explorations. Right, right, right. And, and but it was, it was inspiring. It was inspiring. I did find that fun. It seemed like a real pain in the ass, though, to track the cycles of the moon to see what I could eat, though. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, again, topic for another time, but tracking the cycles of seasons mm -hmm. is something that is, you know, potentially a very interesting subject. Explore. Yeah, for Especially sure. Especially if you're uh, focused on eating locally. Yeah, absolutely. Seasonal Which, fruits and vegetables yeah. or tend to be more active in certain seasons than others, all that kind of stuff. But we're getting off topic here. We're, <sighs> we're getting away from Bring me what back. to do. Bring me back. What do I do? What to do How do I are? work out when my neck is hurting or if I bumped my knee or, you know, something like yeah. that. So this, this is where... One, the importance of having guidance from someone who kind of knows what they're doing is important because depending on what's happening, you might need a minor alteration to your form. You might need a completely different exercise substituted in your workout. You might need uh, a temporary change in programming. You might need any number of things. Yeah. So, it should go without saying, but I'm going to say it. Always see your doctor if you got a thing before seeing your uh, personal trainer. But once you've seen your doctor and your doctor and you said to your doctor, Hey, doctor, it hurts when I move it like this. And your doctor says, Yeah, don't move it like that. Then you can go see your personal trainer and ask your personal trainer, Hey, what can I do without moving this like that? That's basically how it goes. Yeah. yeah that's basically how it goes. And then the personal trainer can guide you through those different things. Now... Unless they suck. <laughs> <laughs> there are some terrible personal trainers out there, guys. Yeah. Heads up. If you, if you need uh, somebody who actually knows what they're doing, go to the Nerd Gym. Go to Ash Starbuck Holistic Fitness. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole lot of folks out there who are, you know, flying that no pain, no gain flag. And when there is actual physical injury and pain is is there, or maybe you've got chronic pain issues, that that is a very useless mantra to be right. adhering to. Yeah, because there are there are those people out there. There are those trainers who are like, "Oh yeah, your neck's jacked up. That's okay. Just do the wad today that has headstands and uh, do it as fast as you can for time." Just gotta, man up. Yeah, you gotta break. You Break some eggs to make an omelet. Yeah. It breaks some eggs. Give 110%. Go harder, go home. All right. of that is, is nonsense. All of that is nonsense. Um, so some things that you can do practically, though. Once you have uh, spoken with your doctor and they've said, okay, here's what you can do, here's what you can't do. Um, the personal trainer will then, ideally, help you with minor form variations. So, for example, if my shoulders are... Uh, jacked up, I might not do a regular shoulder press 
I might do a shoulder press uh, instead of with a barbell. Maybe I will use dumbbells that uh, the shoulder press variation has my palms facing each other. That might be just enough of a variation to avoid the pain. Or it might be something that goes all the way to the other end of the spectrum where, okay, we are uh, not doing any overhead pressing at all, and instead we're going to be putting uh, physical therapist recommended PT exercises into your program instead. Hell yeah, if you've got physical therapy exercises and you're not doing them, do them. Put them in your, Put workout, them in your workout program. And yeah, I know they're boring. I know they're boring. It's fine. And maybe the thing even stopped hurting. So you stopped doing your PT exercises like sooner than you were supposed to. Just keep doing them. It doesn't matter if they're boring. Yeah. Just keep doing You'll them. You'll be better for it. You'll yeah. absolutely be better for it. Yeah. Tell your personal trainer what, what you should be doing for physical therapy so that they can hold you accountable. Part of a personal trainer's job, in my opinion, is accountability. So even if we're not the ones uh, prescribing the, the, the physical therapy, which we cannot do, um, just to be clear, uh, but we can, we can encourage you and say, hey, did you get it done today? Did you do the dang thing you were supposed to do? You know, yeah. good job. We can help you fit it into your lifestyle. And if yeah. that means fitting it into your workouts, cool. If it means fitting it into an evening or a morning routine or something else, that's, that's all stuff that a, a good personal trainer can and should be prepared to help you with. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so all, all this stuff, is, uh, in part of it, it's finding the right person to help you out. It's making sure that you are working out, even on days when you have a, a pieces part that ain't working right. You're just working around it, working through it, working on it, but making sure that you're not pushing through pain that you are. Yeah, pushing through discomfort is all right, but not through pain, right? right? There's a difference. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about that a little bit. And pain is kind of a funny thing. And I never recommend somebody push through pain because pain can create uh, compensation movement patterns that will lead to further problems down the road. So I, I never recommend someone push through pain. Even though it does rhyme with gain. Right. Even though it does rhyme. Right. We're talking about a different thing. So there's pain versus discomfort. Yeah. So pain, this is how I use pain as a working definition. And again, your doctor will always take precedence over this. But it's useful to know the difference between pain and discomfort. That's a challenging thing to do. So I usually differentiate by saying that pain often comes on suddenly, whereas discomfort comes on gradually during a workout. Right. Okay, so like the, that burn that I start feeling in my quads after I'm doing a bunch of squats, like right in the middle of the muscle, as it were, that would be discomfort, right? right. Really uncomfortable. But then pretty much as soon as I stop, the discomfort stops. Right. Whereas pain, uh, if you were to actually injure the muscle, can feel like it happened suddenly. It can also feel like it happened very locally. So that same muscle burn, kind of, you feel that throughout the muscle, maybe throughout the legs. But pain, you might feel in an isolated spot right. in the muscle or, stabbing. or in a joint. Like sometimes people describe it as like a stabbing or a sudden thing. Anything yeah. stabbing or sudden, just stop. Right. Don't keep going and pushing through that. Yeah. So if you experience pain during an exercise, 
that is always a good idea to discontinue that exercise for the remainder of the workout. Even if you come back to it on the next set and you're like, oh, this doesn't quite feel as bad, that can be adrenaline, that can be endorphins, other things that your body uh, has at its disposal to help you keep moving, numbing the presence of pain, numbing the feeling of pain in the short term. You want to be logically aware of that so that you don't overdo it and make matters worse. Yeah, yeah. So if you are like a really like rah rah, I'm going hard. Like sometimes that can feel so good. Um, like I think a lot of people who are new to running jack themselves up because they've hit that that point in their run where they're getting those endorphins kicking, right. and they just don't notice the damage that they're doing to themselves because the body doesn't feel it. I've been there myself, and even sometimes you notice that you're doing it, and you you try to make this you play this stupid game like, well, is it bad enough to justify stopping my run? It's always bad enough, mm -hmm. you know. But always again, when, to fight another day. Yeah, but when you're in that moment, it's very important to just remain self-aware of the importance of stopping when you experience that pain. Now, for some things, movement can actually help, uh, like some forms of arthritis. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, like for arthritis, you want to actually get things moving and you will generally feel better as you go. Going kind of better, worse, same. Like if somebody's go going into a workout and it's like that they've got a cranky something or other, going by the better, worse, same as we're doing a sort of a dynamic warm up. We always do a dynamic warm up before we get right into the workout just to kind of explore how all the pieces, parts are feeling. So it's like if it's getting worse or at any point during the thing, we just stop using that. Just like, don't move that thing, right? right. But uh, if it's same or better, like better, we keep going. Same or we're going to go really easy, keep an eye on it kind of a thing. Right. And it's worth noting that as you're, as you're being attentive to these things, that might mean that you don't necessarily have to completely omit something from your workout, but that on the fly, as you're paying attention to this better, worse, same, levels of pain, that kind of thing, you may have to stop something prematurely, in which case maybe you had five sets of shoulder presses planned and you get through two of them before you get a, a bodily signal to stop. Cool. You did exactly what you needed to do for that day. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Like, it, progress is progress. Don't get so, you know, hung up on the numbers uh, that you have to be like, oh, I have to complete this set. Don't be completionist when it comes to your workout. Your body decides when you're done sometimes. Right. And that's true, actually, whether or not you are dealing with an injury or, or not, you know, in, in some types of training. <laughs> this, is, this is where you and I are going to have to agree to disagree. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm a big fan of, like, um, you know, overload principle and taking that to uh to its bodybuilding conclusion which is like overload right yeah. and that's not to say yeah. that you're not using the <laughs> overload principle again this is a topic for another time so maybe we should table that uh, you can use the overload he's principle afraid to fight me he's while, afraid to fight me that's <laughs> while remaining in a state of mindfulness it is. yes yes you are much more mindful with your workouts than i am i think yeah, definitely. yeah, you are definitely reading that horoscope before you get into that first set. <laughs> Checking out your star chart? No. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I am definitely checking in with my body. Yeah. Yeah. It, and for me, I find that my body will feel better as I'm moving, too. That's, yeah, that's, that's almost, it's almost never the case that I feel worse from a workout. Almost never. And because of that, you should be doing something. And this is why I recommend that people have a scheduled workout time every day. Even if they're doing a three-day-a-week strength training split or four-day-a-week or five-day-a-week, have time dedicated to working out every day. Because if you are injured, then at least you can do something. If, if your knees are jacked up and it's leg day, well, you can at least maybe do some extra stretching, or maybe you can do some uh, extra arm work. You know, that, yeah, that having that time earmarked for physical self-care. Yeah, you'll feel better, and you will maintain the habit. And it's very, very important to maintain the habit once you've got it established. Because missing one workout is kind of like life happens. Missing two in a row is the beginning of a whole new habit. Right, yeah. And... Yeah, again, like, I can't, I can't tell you how many times I've said to myself, oh, I don't feel like working out today. I don't want to. I just don't want to. And then I get started and it's like, mm, this, this is okay. And then by the end of the thing, I'm like, hell yeah, I'm on fire. Right, like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking, do I know how to edit the audio levels so that I can pull <laughs> someone's ears out? Yeah, I did yell. I think I possess that skill. Okay. If not, I'll have to avoid Yeah, it. my listeners will just have to deal with it because I don't edit shit. Yeah, no. <laughs> again, another area where we, where we differ. <laughs> All right, so you're the calculating, meticulous um, type of person checking in with your body, seeing what the body is saying. And I'm like, no, I'm going to tell you, body, what we're doing right now. We're going to warm up, we're going to feel better, and it's going to be awesome. But I think we can both agree that pushing through pain, that is bad. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. If it it's hurts, never cool. If it's it hurts when you cool. do this, don't do this. <laughs> it's, it's never cool. And seriously, if you're even going for cool points, it's much cooler to stop a set short than to come in the next day in front of all the people you're trying to be cool around with a leg brace on. Yeah. Like, leg braces aren't cool. Yeah. I know because I've been there. Yeah. I've been that person. Not fun. No, not fun. It's not cool. You're going to have more fun and be even cooler if you always live to fight another day. And if you stop short, you just be like, yeah, I meant to do that. Yeah. Because that's how I roll. Right. Because I listen to my body and I check in with it. <laughs> Don't say that. That doesn't sound cool enough. <laughs> I'm in tune with the higher being in myself. Is that cool enough? I'm like the avatar. I'm practicing my primal instincts right. or something. I don't yeah. know. We'll have, to, we'll have to come up with something cool. Yeah. 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 Primal is a cool word. That, yeah. that it has primal to everything. Yeah. Days. Speaking of primal, oh. primal pizza. Primal pizza. Oh, did yeah. you like that primal pizza I made the other day? <laughs> yeah you did that was some good stuff man that was uh, a chicken crust pizza now I am not uh, a low carb no carb kind of gal no. but there are, the carbohydrates have their time and place if uh, you're on a meal plan that calls for a meal without them hey chicken crust pizza is a thing you can just grind up your chicken 
in a blender, throw some seasonings and some Parmigiano-Reggiano up in there, um, lay it out on a tray. What was that, quarter inch thick, half inch thick? It was half inch, it was a half inch. It seems like it was like nine inches thick. It's it thick. It's a thick pizza. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, and then uh, baked that and put some cheese and toppings on it. Yeah. So that was my poor attempt at segueing into how nutrition plays into oh. uh, dealing with injuries. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about nutrition. Yeah, depending on the kind of injury you got, you might need more calories to recover from it. Right, and that's something that uh, with fat loss being almost 90% of what is spoken about in the fitness space, mm -hmm. fat loss, which is dependent on eating less and losing body mass, mm -hmm. um, you don't hear spoken about that often. So it's not uncommon for me to hear people frustrated about being uh, afraid that they're going to gain weight or that they're not going to be able to do their fat loss workouts, which, again, that's a whole other topic, um, because they're injured. And so when I let them know that, hey, it's okay to eat a little bit more, mm -hmm. it won't derail your progress. And in fact, if you are recovering from an injury, taking a couple of weeks off of fat loss is actually going to accelerate your recovery process. Yeah, uh, because your body needs pieces to repair and carbs. One of the cool things about carbs is that it's going to give the body energy mm -hmm. to facilitate those repair processes. And for every carb that you eat, your body doesn't need to utilize protein as an energy source. It can use that protein as a building block. Mm -hmm. And so in a lot of fat loss approaches, there's a reduction of carbohydrate. And so energy is, protein's being used as energy in a lot of those uh, scenarios. And if you're injured, you really need the protein to be rebuilding tissue. Yeah, absolutely. So getting a balance, uh, balanced nutrition, not a sexy uh, combo these days. You don't hear people talk about balanced nutrition anymore. But yeah, protein, fat, carbohydrate. Um, if you're on a weight loss plan, by the way, and you're cutting more than 500 calories, you're going too low, first off. And you're going to be more susceptible to creating injuries from your training if you're going too low in your calories. That's true, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Going so like, too low definitely makes So, sense. like, if you're an average sized person and on a 2,000 calorie diet, that would be your, your maintenance plan, then uh, 1,500 calories is great for fat loss. You're going to see a lot of progress by cutting out 500. You don't want to do more than 500. Uh, calories reduction from your baseline. If you don't know what your baseline is, hey, that's that's why you you come see me. But um, the yeah, you don't want to cut too low on your calories. So if you're like on one of these, you know, like medically supervised starvation diets where they've got you on like 800 calories or some shit. Fortunately, like, we don't see a lot of those oof, lately. We haven't seen them lately. It doesn't mean they're not still out there. Right. But yeah, those kinds of things, you don't want to be uh, training. And in fact, the, the, the professionals who are supervising these things will tell you don't do anything more than walking. That's because exercise would be dangerous if you're doing 800 calories yeah. a day. But that doesn't stop people from doing this kind of stuff on right. their own. Because they don't know. They think, yeah, I want to lose fat fast, so I'm going to cut calories all the way down. Um, even a very petite person should never go below um, 1,200. So, and that's if you're like tiny. 
yeah. instead of if you're you're a small person. Yep, that um, is true. Yeah, so uh, so injuries, yes, you need more calories, you need uh, more protein. You should be getting enough uh, protein generally in your nutrition, anyways, uh, so that you don't end up so low that you are uh, going catabolic or whatever. What's the cool word? That the, that the primal trend, catabolic. Primal catabolic, right? <laughs> But yeah, yeah. That so makes it cool. yeah, it does. It it makes it super cool. Um, I actually have a a friend who was telling me a while back about uh, how she was she went on a vegetarian diet, and vegetarian diets are can be totally cool. You can definitely get enough protein on there if you know what you're doing going into it. But she didn't know anything about nutrition, so she was just eating like a lot of vegetables, a lot of salads, a lot of grains, um, not really knowing what she was doing. And then about a couple months in, she started having her hair fall out in clumps and started peeing blood. Ouch. Uh, yeah. So she went and saw a doctor about that, as well she should. And yeah, her protein levels were too low on the diet that she had. So uh, her body was literally using her hair follicles and like stuff keeping her internal organs together to, uh, to facilitate... Um, whatever uh, muscle repairs need to be done. So you don't want to force your body to make those choices. Make sure you're eating enough food if you are genuinely injured. I'm not talking about muscle soreness. Muscle soreness, suck it up. Just keep moving. Keep moving, drink lots of water. That's the best thing you can do for muscle soreness. But yeah. for injuries, yeah, eat more food. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a lot more food. So for, again, for those people who are experiencing some type of anxiety around that and there is a lot of anxiety that's wrapped up around fat loss progress yeah that's true um, as far as the the increase goes i think it's something along the lines of like a 10 percent increase in carbohydrates is sufficient so it doesn't have to be enough it doesn't have to be a lot again mm -hmm. it's, it won't derail your fat loss progress yeah you'll be fine yeah so like if you're cutting 500 calories from baseline Bring it back to like cutting 200 calories from baseline. Those extra 300 calories that will that will get you enough uh, wiggle room in your carbohydrates uh, to you know, assuming you're getting enough baseline protein, right? Enough extra carbohydrates in your diet, you know, get an extra two 300 calories worth. You'll still make fat loss progress. At the worst, you'll plateau. Big deal. At least you'll be able to be back into your workouts faster and making progress faster if you actually let your body heal. How much protein should someone eat? Because uh, this is something that I know that I've personally had um, some challenges articulating to people that I've coached in the past when they realize how much protein I'm recommending Yeah. for various goals. It's oftentimes a lot more than they are used to eating. Right. Yeah. So, so let me preface this by letting people know that, look. Yes, uh, the recommendations that you're going to get from any, uh, you know, sports nutritionist, bodybuilding coach, all this kind of stuff is going to be, it's going to sound high to you. Probably um, if you're eating an average American diet, it's going to sound a lot higher than what you're used to. That said, remember that building muscle is not the only reason to eat protein. Everything in your body, your hair, your nails, your bones, your, your muscle tissue, and all of your major metabolic hormones. We're talking insulin, ghrelin. If you don't know what these things are, they're basically the things that regulate uh, hunger, regulate metabolism, um, you know, tons of hormones, the, the hormones associated with thyroid and other things. All these hormones, they're made out of protein, okay? 
they're made out of protein. So um, if you're not giving your body enough protein to work with, not only enough to rebuild your muscle tissue, but enough to work with for your hair and your nails and all of your really super important metabolic hormones, you're forcing your body to choose where to cut, where to budget that protein. Okay. So keep that in mind. It's not all about muscle building. That said, um, one gram per kilogram of lean body weight is usually what I go for, which is different than like lean mass. So I don't, I don't want to get too technical for, for our folks out there, but, um, probably the simple math to do on this one is if you say, gee, you know, I'm, I'm a comfortable, like my, my ideal weight or whatever, like if you have a weight that you felt like really comfortable at, um, if you're not there now, or uh, if you say to yourself, gee, you know, I was really happy at like 150 pounds, that felt good to me, then uh, the easy math is to do 150 grams per day of protein. So that's the same easy. Yeah. So you can, you can do the, the two kilograms per gram of lean body weight, which is how I figure it for people's meal plans. But the simple thing to do is to say, hey, you know, I'm about a 185 pound person and 185 feels good on me. I'm going to get 185 grams of protein, right? Um, now, if you have a lot of excess body fat, like let's say you're uh, 285 pounds, um, the BMI says you should be down around 150, um, but you don't think that that's a, a good weight for you. Maybe you think that's too light. Uh, cut it somewhere down the middle a little bit. But you can go by the BMI chart. You can say, you know, okay, higher end of normal on the BMI chart. That's my grams of protein. That's that's an easy way to do it. Yeah. Because, yeah, you don't need to feed the storage. So even if you're happy with that extra 100 pounds on your body, even if you're happy with it, you don't need to feed the storage the protein. You just need to feed your, your muscles and your bones and your hair and your nails and your uh, hormones. That's what needs the protein. Does that make sense? It does to me. Yeah. 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 So. But I mean, I, I do know. something I very similar. So. Right. Yeah. So I don't know if I was talking too much shop at you or whatever, but that is, that is what I recommend for the, for the folk out there is yeah. Uh, a gram per pound of body weight ish ish. And that will get you enough protein to cover all your bases. Yeah. So in summation, what should folks do? They should... Three things. Three things. They should check with a professional, doctor, personal trainer, physical therapist. Yeah. Um, get some guidance on the situation. Uh, don't don't ask your friend who's a hairdresser or, you know... <laughs> ask her about your hair. Right. Get, your get hair needs guidance. help from your hairdresser, guys. Yeah. Get professional guidance from someone where this is their job and this is what they've studied. Yes. Uh, the second thing is to maintain your workout routine, but make whatever adjustments are necessary to avoid pain. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing is to make sure that you're eating sufficiently to allow for recovery. All right, so we wanna check in with our professionals, we wanna adjust the workouts, and we wanna make sure we're eating well. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's, that's it in a nutshell. Oh, look at a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You did. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much for talking with me today, Ash. That was fun. And uh, thank you to all the folks listening out there. If you want to train with us, you can find me uh, 
thenerdgym.com uh, and train with our coaches there if you want coaching and guidance online with live classes. If you want a well-thought-out exercise program that uh, helps you listen to your body plus more, then go to Starbuck Holistic Fitness on Facebook. It's Starbuck Holistic a Fitness. Facebook group. Request to join and uh, let's get to know each other. Awesome. All right. See you on the next one. Bye-bye.